Solo Queen. Oh, that's right. You're recording this right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I would just use this. Yeah, right. All right. <laughs> Instead, I'm going to do what I always do. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the comic trope. Oh, I know what it was. Fuck it. I think that's it. It was. It was. I came here to make oh. people laugh and talk about comics and eat pizza. And we're fucking all out of pizza. Yeah, that was it. That was it. That was it. It just like happened since. No, Blake, don't say it. <laughs> I could have calmly waited for you to finish and then said it, but it wouldn't have had the same grounds up. I think you could cut a pretty good intro out of what we just did. <laughs> we could, but I'm going to do the regular intro just in case, okay? Okay. All I do is cut and paste shit to make you guys sound less racist. Thank you. I'll take that. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the comic trope. We're in a sewer somewhere underneath the street. Smiling Dave. He's got some swords. He's wearing blue. Sequoia, he's kind of smart. He's got purple on. And guess what? Amos is here, and he's smoking crack cocaine. Welcome to the comic trope. Uh, what if what if that had been the opening theme song to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? <laughs> Down in the sewer, smoking crack. Look out, nails want to smoke crack. <laughs> hey, kids, smoke crack. <laughs> you know what the best thing about being a Ninja Turtle is? I don't know. What, Raphael? Smoking all this crack. Today we're going to talk about comic book news. Uh, maybe a little bit of rebirth stuff. Talk about Gambit and Deadpool, and a bunch of bad pop culture references will most likely be made by Dave. And next week, we're going to be reviewing Criminal by Ed Brubaker, and who's the artist? Sean Phillips. Sean Phillips. I want to tell you that I googled good questions to ask, mm-hmm. and then... That's a weird thing to Google. Yeah, well, you know... What did it tell you? Good questions to ask. They were all really uh, bad. Are you a murderer? So what I did is... You can search by region, so I searched the African continent, and it came up with um, BuzzFeed Nigeria, and here are some weird questions to ask people, and I'm going to just ask you guys a few of them, and you can give me your, uh, your answers. So these are weird questions to ask if you live in Nigeria. Dave. Yes. Do you have any relatives in jail? Uh, no. I'm pretty confident on that one. If anybody would have been in jail for my family, it would be me, and I'm not there, so we're good. <laughs> I have a friend in Nigerian jail, coincidentally. Are you serious? No. Oh, okay. Um, was the internet scamming? Yeah. <laughs> He's the prince. <laughs> we know it was the deposed prince. prince. Yeah. Amos. Yeah. Do you dance crazy when no one is looking? I only dance crazy when no one is looking. All right. Sequoia. Is that me? Do you think people should eat fish they catch or just let them go? Yes, they should eat. That's the whole purpose of fishing. All right, these questions were brought to you by BuzzFeed Nigeria. At this point, do we need icebreaker? It's really different. just to get your um, your jib-jabbing going. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> jib-jabbing. I, I don't care for language like that. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I think we're going to be cursing in the 30s. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guy, you ready to jib-jab? You know what, here on some funny books? Hey, fuck you, man. What? <laughs> Wackity-schmackity-doo! Uh, Everything that just happened was garbage. <laughs> I'm sorry.
So I was listening to the podcast the other night, or, or one of them, and we were talking about you specifically. They were talking about the smell of burnt hair being what perfume from Star Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Chewy smell. So what I was thinking was, is what do, of all superheroes, what do you think, what do you think being a superhero smells like? Is it sweaty? I bet the Spider-Man smells the worst. And I guess that's my question: is like, yeah. what do you, who do you think smells the worst out of all superheroes and villains? Well, I mean, Killer Croc probably smells like shit. <laughs> he's, a, he's a reptilian man who lives in the goddamn sewers. True. You know, he doesn't smell like he just ass all the time. <laughs> well, if you want to throw him in there, you have to throw in the Ninja Turtles. I'm sure they smell pretty. Well. Yeah, they Yeah, I guess that's I guess that's true. They may have, some, but they use uh, turtle wax. I'm trying to think. Uh, God, who would smell? I think you're right about Ragman. Ragman, I think smells pretty terrible. Bad, yeah. <laughs> what about um the guy from uh what a Flatman? He's from Flat. Oh, from Great Lakes Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> Great Lakes Avengers. Flatman's got to smell awful. I don't know. There's not enough surface area there for bacteria to stick to. Who smells? Who smells worse, Namor or Namorita? Um, probably Namor because I assume that women take more showers. And he's, he, he looks like or a Or do we think guy. the brine keeps them nice and clean? They live underwater. It's sea. It's the sea, right? So that's a lot of salt. Yeah, but when they take a shower? It's hard to take a shower underwater. Right. It could be done. <laughs> it could. I guess we, it can. With enough, with enough water pressure, you <laughs> can make a shower underwater. Oh, I know. I know who smells awful. Rhino. Because he can't get out of that costume. Oh, Slug. Yeah. Slug? That uh, I want to say he's like a Punisher and Daredevil villain. He's like the little like fat mobster man that sits on like a pillow. Oh, oh what about Dupe? I guarantee you, Dupe. No, he, the, his body probably secretes some kind of wonderful aroma because he's got twelve brains and one of them's in his butt. I'm, du- I'm sure Dupe smells fine. Well, turns out it's Lex Luthor. Who smells the best? <laughs> Mister Sensitive, probably. I'm sure Kingpin smells pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, he's got well, tons of money, and there's no yeah. way. I bet Tony smells nice. Yeah, even in the armor. even in the armor. I bet there's like a constant like uh, axe body spray mister. That just you're <laughs> very correct that it would be axe. It would absolutely <laughs> be axe. axe. <laughs> there would be no. He's he invented axe. So let's talk about comic book news. I got some comic book news. We all did different things, but it was okay. Um, for those of you that, that, that listen to the podcast regularly, you might have heard me mention before that I love the uh, the, the comic book saga. Uh, but they just announced, or Fiona Staples uh, just announced, uh, that there will be a uh, two-set action figure of, of, of what's it, uh, Marco and... Um, oh, Lord. I have no idea. Alana. Her name is Alana. At, uh, at San Diego Comic-Con. Who's making the figures? Uh, well, McFarlane did the sculpts for oh, them, okay. which is really, really cool, but they're they're being released by Skybound. Um, what about the baby? No figure for the baby? No figure for the baby. Uh, I don't think. It looks like they come with wings, some horns, and some magical items. Including, oh, wow. Those look those nice. Right? Wait, right. Are they uh, San Diego? They're SDC exclusives. They're at the Skybound booth. So if you're going to be fortunate enough, none of us poor bastards are, to be going to San Diego Comic-Con in a couple of weeks, um, stop by, grab one, send one to the show. Right. We'll pay you back for it, and I will talk about you on the show. Only negative things, though. Well, what else would Smile and Dave talk about? You know, I feel like that's a missed opportunity right there, because, I mean, given how many comic books Image is putting out right now, I mean, McFarlane really should be doing toys 
for all of those books or most of you know the more popular ones. I mean, you think about how many of them don't have toy lines right there. You've got somebody in house that oh, it's like an invincible set, yeah. of like the, the core invincible characters. Like that would be incredible for me. I love action figures. So as, as we sit in a small room <laughs> surrounded by Blake's action figures, they're all in various attack poses. Some are hugging the ones that love each other. Uh, more news in uh, is it October? Maybe so. X Men writer Jeff Lemire and Uncanny Inhumans writer Charles Soule will team up to tell the story in Death of X, and that's going to be what has happened in the eight months between uh, events and all new. And we're going to figure out what happened to Cyclops, finally, which I'm kind of excited about. I uh, was a big fan of the Cyclops um, single books leading up to Secret Wars. Okay, so like he's been missing this whole time? Yeah, kind of. Cyclops. Old Cyclops, not young Cyclops. Yes, correct. Old Cyclops, not young Cyclops. Uh, evil. Evil Cyclops. Gone astray. Gone astray. The new Magneto Cyclops. Right. Ver, you know, he's he's been kind of oot in a boot, as my people say, and we're gonna find out what happened to him. That that's cool. Man, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, why is he's a Magneto? What he got real militant. Like, yeah, Scott Summers. Gone by. Yeah, Scott Summers. Yeah, Scott Summers, Scott Summers became like the new Phoenix for a while, and like started a utopia. He's such a Hitler. It was it was like after Grant Morrison's runs where he sort of take, took a turn because you know the mutant population was on the decline. So his whole thing was about trying to protect and preserve the mutant population. He protect got little, that bum out. He got a little. I don't know. I was kind of on their side towards the end. I was like, humans suck. Kill them all. You know, uh, more news. Boom and WWE have teamed up to make wrestling comic books. This is uh, the most American thing ever. I mean, if you think about it, there are a lot of similarities between wrestling and comic books. Yeah, I've always said that. And they they always overlap in fans for sure. But all the comic books have always pretty much failed miserably. And uh, this is the next go around, so we'll see what happens. What the, uh, so they had a WWE series recently. I forgot who was putting it out. I mean, uh, it was real interesting because it was very wrestling. I don't know if you guys remember this from the eighties, the Hulk Hogan. That's what I was just going to say. Rock and roll wrestling cartoons. It was very much in that vein where, like, they treated the wrestlers like they were their personas on on TV and, and they like, hung out together in like a, and like a house and they went on adventures together yeah like they still had beef the thing I, I saw that announced because the thing I'm kind of excited about with that is I, know, I don't know if you guys watch wrestling currently but there's this um, three man tag team known as New Day and those guys are awesome because apparently like they're just big comic book anime video game geeks and they like portray that in their costumes like I think oh, it was cool uh, WrestleMania, they came out dressed up as Saiyans from Dragon Ball Z, and uh, so yeah, that'd be real cool to see that happen. That's uh, it's coincidental because just today, whenever Blake asked me if I was good to record the podcast this evening, I sent that uh, Randy Savage uh, uh, gift from Spider Man, the first to- uh, Tobey Maguire Spider Man, where they're like, "Boom saws ready." Oh yeah, God, he was Rest so good, man. Rest in peace, Macho Man. Macho Man. And Jake the Snake. He died there a while ago. No, he's still alive. Man. I'm joking. He's not dead. What? He's, 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 like a, he's a. He's a. He just uh, beat crack addiction. Uh, Dion Dallas Page uh, helped him get off. Yoga. Stuff. Unfortunately, yoga. his snake is still addicted. We're working on him next. <laughs> 
smoking cracks. In additional Marvel news, uh, for those of you who want to be... I mean, if you haven't heard this already, you're not on the internet. Apparently, we're given a uh, new Iron Man. It's 15-year-old Riri Williams, and she will be the new Invincible Iron Man. I read some of the earlier Iron Man books in which she was introduced, um, and she is just a tinkerer, a, a young scientist. I, I haven't read any of the Civil War stuff, so I'm not sure how she became... The new Iron Man, but that's all over the interwebs. Well, supposed to, this is supposed to be after Civil War Two ends. Yeah, she's supposed to show up. Um, I don't even know if she plays very prominently in it, but they they put out a teaser image of the whole "Divided We Stand," which is, I guess, the new relaunch after Civil War ends and such. Interesting that we have to have another relaunch after the world was already rebuilt from Secret Wars. That's Marvel's thing. They cancel a book and restart it at number one. More news that Great Lakes Avengers is coming back. It's going to be written by Zach Gorman. Um, I guess he wrote Rick and Morty. And artist... Uh, he writes the show Rick and Morty or the comic Rick and Morty? I don't know. I'm just reading news from Google. <laughs> Zach Gorman, a writer for Rick and Morty. And artist Will Robson is going to do the new Great Lakes. That's uh, Mr. Immortal, Doorman, Big Bertha and Flatman. I'm hoping that's good. Uh, you know, I guess it's because of the whole, you know, Squirrel Girl thing, because she was a member of that team. So, I guess they figure if they can make her work, they can make them work as well. I mean, sometimes that stuff works. Ecstatics was great. Um, adding some, some much-needed levity and humor to those universes sometimes works extremely well, and sometimes it's just goofball, and it doesn't really, it doesn't really pan out, but... Uh, we found out why Captain America is a Nazi. Um, it was just false memories implanted by Kobik, the living cosmic cube. Ah, that's all I'm going to say about that. It's, it's like the whole internet was like, I told you so. And then the other half was like, yeah, but why'd they do it? End of story. For no reason. Uh, but I actually like that character. The, the She's like a four-year-old and is a cosmic cube i've read um the new uh what is the bad guys that are good guys team what thunderbolts thunderbolts sorry i don't know i forgot she's in the new thunderbolts and it's it's pretty good okay hey let's talk about comics comics somebody said they're going what the fuck were they talking about before Comic book news is different than me talking about Justice League, number 52. As you guys know, I don't know anything about DC Comics because my brain can only hold so much. But he's getting there. And I read uh, Justice League 52, which shows the billionaire um, Lex Luthor kind of uh, buying the... Okay, Lex Luthor is now Superman. First of all, yes. or a Superman, now that Superman 52 is dead, right? It's the 52 right, that's right. dead, right? Okay. He ends up buying the paper, which is named... The Daily Planet. The Daily Planet, because he wants the Su- Superman 52's cape. Yeah, basically when New 52 Superman died, uh, his cape was given to the Daily Planet, and they established a memorial to him in their lobby. And I guess Lex Luthor thought he had a right to that cape, but, you know, it wasn't his possession. He had no next of kin to leave it to, and the people at the Daily Planet were the closest thing he had to a family, so it was left to them. Messed up. 
But then we find out that the reason that Lex Luthor wants to become Superman is because his sister is on her deathbed, and he wants to do something to make her his sister proud. I'm pretty sure that's the reason. Um, and then he pulls something out of his arm. It's called like the mother load or the <laughs> mother box. Mother box. Yes. And he tries to heal her with the mother box, and it doesn't work. What's the mother box? Mother box is a device used by the new gods. It uh, keep in mind it was created back in the '70s by Jack Kirby. So when I say '70s, you know where technology was at the time. But uh, mother box is great. Yeah, wood grain. machines. (laughs) The mother box is uh, connected to the source, which is sort of the new guy's version of the force. It's this uh, energy entity that surrounds Surrounds and binds all living (laughs) creatures in the DC universe. So anyway, the uh, mother box is sort of their companion uh, device. It answers questions. It can heal them. It... Alerts them of danger and stuff. Okay. So. Sounds like a silver chair album. Oh, <laughs> Mother Box? Or like Mother Love Bones? Oh. <laughs> I'm with you. Alright, uh, what else happened in this comic? Uh, so I don't know anything about the Dark Seed War. Um, dark Side? Dark, dark Side, okay. <laughs> the Dark Seed. And I don't know anything about That's the Dark Seed. What is this? Earth? Or not Earth. What is this planet called? Apocalyption. Apocalypse. Um, that I, I apparently uh, Lex Luthor could he could have ruled, but he didn't. Well, okay. So basically, the Dark Side War was this big event that uh, had been running through the Justice League and Superman books for like the last year or so. But um, the aftermath of that is what led up to a lot of the stuff that's coming out of Rebirth, as far as you know, Superman dying. Lex Luthor at one point, uh, basically the, the conflict was between um, Darkseid, who's ruler of Apocalypse, and um, the Anti-Monitor. And the Anti-Monitor... Let's people run in the hallways. Yeah. <laughs> but the Anti-Monitor, uh, you come to find out, is sort of like the only other cosmic ent- entity that can kind of stand up to uh, Dark Side. Uh, it's really hard to, to to explain because it goes back to pre-New 52 continuity, like going all the way back to Crisis on Infinite Earths. But basically, Anti-Monitor was, you know, the one who was going throughout the multiverses, destroying the various Earths and such. So he's sort of a big, bad character. And this has been his first appearance in the New 52 universe. Um, but anyway, at the end of the Dark Side War, uh, Darkseid is killed only to be resurrected. I won't go into that. We'll have to talk about it at a later date. But um, Apocalypse is left without a ruler. And Lex Luthor decides to step up and become ruler of Apocalypse to help bring up the subjugated masses uh, and such. Now, I don't know why he gave up the throne, but yeah, I guess at one point Lex Luthor is, is Superman and ruler of Apocalypse all at the same time. So, hmm. yeah, that's just that's too damn much power. No one man should have all that power. <laughs> but yeah, Apocalypse is, like I said, it's just the planet Darkseid ruled on. Okay. I can go into the history of that. But that's that's yeah. all right. For the, I was just, you know, I'm trying to read these comic books and I just run into large questions. For the most part, with these... Uh, with the rebirth stuff, you can read it alone. 
but not Flash. It can't make yeah. heads or tails in any of the Flash books. But uh, so far, like anything Batman or Superman, for the most part, is super readable for someone who is not super readable. Super readable for He's people who super aren't super readable. It. You see, the thing about Flash, a lot of people don't get. That's really all you need to understand him is he can run really fast. Oh, I was wondering. I, yeah. and when I called him Flash, I thought maybe he was good with cameras. I wasn't for sure about his powers. Uh, that's a common misconception about him. <laughs> I see. Fact. He's um, just able to run. Then why is his sidekick named Aperture? I don't care. Gonna cut that one out. Uh, so I've been reading a lot of comics. Has anyone here been revisited a comic or read something that they want to uh, brush upon? Maybe? I read the first issue of the second volume of uh, Jupiter's Legacy. Fantastic. I think that... Um, the one thing that, and I, I think I've before on the show said that I, I like Legacy better than uh, Circle, uh, just because I like the the aftermath of things there. But I do feel like we're finally getting some character development for some of the surface level stuff we saw, and it's just one issue in. But uh, some of the surface level stuff that we saw in the first uh, volume, yeah. but that's what I like about Circle. That's what I think is really cool because the, you know a lot about the characters that you can take with you going forward. To uh, to the the tribulations that the older characters are having inside of uh, Legacy, uh, but so far so good. So um, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to them finishing that. Plus, it, with I mean, Millar is Millar, right? But I, anything Frank does is like fantastic. Like quietly, such a talented artist, and I just I relish any opportunity to read a book regularly that he does. So highly recommend it if you haven't read. Any of the Jupiter stuff. It's some of the best Millar stuff he's done in a long time. I haven't read any of it, so I should probably get on that. I did, though, read Deadpool versus Gambit. Uh, <laughs> because you guys know that I said I wasn't going to read any Marvel during the Civil War 2. And I have not read any Civil War 2 stuff. It just ended, or is ending, and... I needed to read some Marvel, so I read Deadpool vs. Gambit, which is written by two guys, uh, Ben Blacker and Ben Acker. Hmm. What? I don't believe that that's a misprint. It's Ben Blacker and Benjamin Acker. Wow. Okay. Ben on Ben. And it's penciled by uh, Danilo Bayruth and Kevin Wada. Uh, wait, he's the cover artist. Anywho, it's hilarious. It's really funny. Um, and it's not funny in the classic Deadpool breaking... Um, third wall. Fourth wall. Fourth wall. Third wall. Fourth <laughs> he broke minute. the third wall, y'all. He broke the third, fourth, and fifth wall. But Three to fifth. It, it's, it's worth a read because they end up dressing up like Daredevil and Spider-Man and going through the city and just, just messing the city up and making a lot of really funny spider puns Daredevil puns, so that people uh, pay attention to them. Ooh, I'm blind! That's all he does the whole time. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I um, can't see! Heads up! You know, I, I have a question about that. Do other heroes or villains in the Marvel Universe know that Daredevil is blind? Because I thought that was sort of the whole shtick was that they didn't know he was blind. Like, that was the whole... That's his part of his secret identity, right? I they feel pretty bad not being able to answer that. They know he's don't. blind. They know he's blind. It doesn't make any sense. I I can't I can't think of a specific example where someone They're like oh well, there's, shit there's no blind? way to take an advantage of that. Yeah, he basically isn't blind. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, in certain ways yeah. he can't see, but that never you know he's he is able to navigate the world better than 
Us. Most, yeah. Well, do you? Th- I mean, do you think that these superheroes sit down and they're like, "So, what's your deal?" I mean, you got bitten by a spider, or I mean, I mean, what could you do? I mean, your arm didn't the- rot off. You right. have superpowers. Like, I don't. Well, now that I think about, it, I guess certain heroes wouldn't know Daredevil's dead because I do recall. I think it was the first or second issue of Mark Wade's run. Captain America uh, challenges him Flips to a fight. Him well, no, but he uh, he he gets a uh, grenade launcher that has uh, chaff in it because basically he knows that'll mess up his uh-huh. radar senses. So, anyways, read this book because they make fun of hipsters for about five pages, and there are a bunch of beards and bodegos, and the whole comic book is told in line to some pretentious coffee shop. It's funny. The art is fantastic. I mean, it's better than a Deadpool book usually is. And, and there's too much Deadpool going on right now, but let me tell you that this book is the one you should pick up. I just recently read um, the Dark Knight Returns prequel, The uh, Last Crusade. And you know right now, like, Dark Knight 3 has been going on such by Frank Miller and Azarello. And I guess that's the new thing now is Azarello's co-writing with uh, Frank Miller on a lot of projects. But uh, basically, Last Crusade... Um, I, I haven't really been all that fond of Dark Knight 3, The Master Race, but I really thoroughly enjoyed uh, The Last Crusade. Uh, like I said, it's written by Frank Miller and Brian Azarol, but the art's by John Romita Jr. And I'll admit, I haven't been a big fan of Romita Jr. since he's gone to DC. I've always preferred him more with Marvel. But for some reason, this book, it's a one-shot, it's really stood out to me. Uh, because he has someone else inking him. Normally he inks himself, and that really made a huge difference in the art. Um, I think uh, Pete Steigerwall, I'm probably pronouncing his last name uh, incorrectly, but um, the thing I really liked about the book is they paid attention to the timeline, and because you remember in Dark Knight Returns, it takes place 10 years after Batman has retired. So that would have set, you know, the sto- this story back during the late 70s. And uh, basically it's the story of Batman kind of coming to grips with, uh, you know, growing old, having to pass the mantle on to his, uh, his, uh, his student, uh, who would be Robin, Jason Todd. And he kind of finds, you know, that he's a little uh, uncontrollable, a little too violent for his taste. And that basically the world's moving on without him, and he's seriously like looking at hanging things up. But it's 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 a really great story, and I highly recommend it. Uh, even if you don't you don't necessarily you know need to read the Master Race to understand it, but if you've at least read Dark Knight uh, Returns, this is a good companion piece to it. So that's my recommendation. That's good. Well, we're we're coming to the end of this week's podcast. Next week, we're going to be reading Criminal by Ed Brubaker, Brubaker, Kraper, and that's, art, that's it. And <laughs> art is Brian by, uh, what's his name again? Sean Phillips. Sean Phillips, which I'll always mess up. But before we go, I ask you four, including myself, <laughs> Disney zombie apocalypse, who's the last to die? Disney zombie apocalypse. How much of Disney does this include? This can include... Darth Vader. The yeah. classic Disney lineup. 
So anything prior to 95. Does that include Steamboat Willie? Sure, because he's on the Steamboat. They're not going to get to him. So your your aim assist, Steamboat Willie will win. So we can get Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid, maybe mm-hmm. Aladdin. Is Aladdin pre-95? Yeah. Okay, so on. 95, I think, was Pocahontas. Can a genie become a zombie? No, gins are definitely not uh, of the flesh. No, it has to be of the flesh. Who survived the zombie apocalypse? Merlin. I mean, that's... You know, Merlin, yes, because uh, you Fantasia... Think zo- you think zombie Merlin would be able to use magic? No, he wouldn't be a zombie. But there's no way. He's too good. He could be a fish. He could be an owl. He's... <laughs> He's a good person. He's going to try to save people, and because of that, he is going to die. I don't think it's one person. I think it's a team. I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be Merlin from Sword and Stone. It's going to be it's going to be it's going to be Robin Hood, Fox Robin Hood. Uh-huh. Remember that Fox and Hood. Fox and Hood. Uh, I think it's going to be Baloo. <laughs> Who would be the first to go? The first Who'd to go. Piglet. Mickey's the first to go because everyone's going to be after him. Piglet. Piglet. He's the, he's the weakest. Oh, Lord, Who would be the saddest? Lord, let me see you know what? Eeyore. Dark Horse. Dark Horse for not being uh, not being turned and on the, the final team. Pooh, because he's made out of stuffing. They literally can't turn him. Oh. I guess this got to be more all the, all the creatures in the, uh, was it Thousand Acres Wood or whatever? Are they all stuffed No, no, no. Well, in this in this question, everything can be zombified. Period. Who's uh, well, the Merlin's so, definitely gonna make so it. There's like no the, question the about that. Little teapot lady from everything. Beauty zombie teapot. She's ceramic. What is? How does that disease work? This is a Disney <laughs> question about zombies. I'm giving you the specifications. So our team is Merlin, Robin sure. Hood, Pocahontas. Why Pocahontas? Because she's got good survival skills. <laughs> she's the <Racist>. shown. <laughs> I feel. Robin Hood is the Daryl of the group. I just have that song stuck in my head now. Robin Hood, little John, hopping through the forest. Uh, Oodlet, Oodlet. I feel yeah, like somebody be. from the Black Cauldron needs to show oh, up. Yeah. Oh, Love shit. Black Cauldron. I know Tron. <laughs> oh, dude. Actually, well, no, Tron would die because of all the lack of electricity. <laughs> Once society shuts down, Tron is useless. The program gets shut off and they're just trapped in there with no power forever. Now, I believe that once they've exited yes. at the end of Tron Legacy, I, I believe both no, Sam Flynn... No, this is in 95. Oh, man. Yeah. You got me, dog. Yeah. I was going to say Cora and Sam Flynn probably would make it. They seem like pretty decent warriors. I don't think so. No. Cora, she'd be useless in the real world. I mean, but she... I mean, you know, hey... She's Olivia Wilde, so, you know... <laughs> gotta make it. It's a rule on that. All I know is that the dwarves are going first. That's what I'm calling it. The dwarves go first? No, they're too hard, man. They're too, too hard. hard. Now, Dopey might get a bit quick, but like, like Doc, that motherfucker is not going out without a fight because he would like kill his grandmother because she turned and then he'd be sitting there drinking bourbon at the back of a mine waiting for them as they come. There's like a, there's a lone torch that he's thrown down the, the mine shaft and you can see their shadows approaching <laughs> on the wall. The he takes the a gargoyles. shot. <laughs> Do the cast and gargoyles with that be part of 95? I don't think so. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Darkwing <laughs> Duck would probably make it. Oh, absolutely, Darkwing Duck. And Launchpad McMotherfucking Quack. Hey, don't forget, uh, what was my man? Was it Gizmo? The Rescue Rangers? No, 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 no. <laughs> my man who was like Cyborg, he's like uh, DuckTales, like Robocop. Oh, oh, uh, Blabbering Blatherskites. <laughs> what was my man's name? Gizmo Duck? 
Yeah, something okay. like that. But, that, but he's that's, all, he's that's, got a wheel foot. That's Launchpad, though. He says yeah. that. No, that's not, that's not Launchpad. That was, um, I think Launchpad becomes, becomes it. No, it's somebody else. No, no, no. That, that scientist made the suit, but it's Launchpad, Launchpad that fucks Launchpad. up and says the words, man. It's not Launchpad. It's, it's Launchpad. somebody else entirely. Listen, it's, uh, I want to say it's... We're oh four God. grown men. In a small room. <laughs> Arguing. I can't get the idea of Doc drinking whiskey at the back of my yeah, that, That's my favorite part. <laughs> he's sitting there with a shotgun. It's only got three shells left. He's like, well, no, man, he's taking them all out with his pickaxe. And he's talking to the he's talking to the skeleton of Snow White and crying as he like takes the final sip, the final draw off his bottle. And he's like, he pours it out and sees there's no drops left. He's like, well, I guess it's just you and me. And then he looks and sees the zombies. Snowy. Snowy. <laughs> I tried my best. My best. Somehow Pluto's the last. Yeah. That's he's it. a dog. You well, know. he's a retarded dog. As we Whoa. <laughs> Can we at least not drop the R word? <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna just bleep that out. Well, he's, I meant that he can't be set on fire. <laughs> <laughs> do you mean that? Do you mean that he just? It's very hard to be flame retardant dog. <laughs> the mentally flame retardant dog. Zombie retardant. And that's yes, why he wins. Okay. Cool. All right, guys. Next week we're reading Criminal. Uh, we will probably ruin it. Please listen to it. Until then, thank you for putting up with us and continue listening to our podcast. This was our tenth one. We plan on making at least ten more and a hundred more after that. So until next time, we're the Comic Tropes. Go fuck yourselves. Ha <laughs> ha